mm, mm, Akenya with DK right here on Vocal Radio 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. Oh my gosh, Chicago world. Did you hear those vocals? Did you feel the instrumentation? It was beautiful. <laughs> and most importantly, man, I have the beautiful vocalist, multi-instrumentalist in the building with me, Akenya. She's here. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm giving you all the round of applause. Okay. <laughs> I, I wish they it. could see me. <laughs> <laughs> how you feeling first and foremost? You know, it's 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 been it's been some time, you know. So how, how have you been feeling as of lately? I'm okay. I I'm a little stuffed up. I'm dealing with a sinus thing. Sorry, listeners out there. <laughs> you still sound amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um but yeah, I've been busy. Um you know, just grinding a lot this year, working on my album, um, getting prepared for this New Year's show, um, working hard to promote this single. So, yeah, it's been it's been good. The feedback has been good. So that's, I'm in a good space. That's a great space, right? I mean, outside of the good space, what are some of the challenges so far that you've been facing, you know, uh, as of lately, I would say? Well, um, well, as of lately, just health, because I literally had a bad cold, it kind of turned into like bronchitis, got over that, and then like had an allergy attack that led to this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't get a break, but that's okay. Um, but um, ongoing challenges are just being an independent artist, and like I'm genuinely independent, like it's me, like I don't have a team. So, is that on purpose? Um, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I mean, I enjoy the creative autonomy that comes with being independent, but I've definitely had a point in my career where I'm certainly looking for, you know, who's going to be a part of my team to help take me to that next level. So that's something I'm thinking about and, and, um, reaching for right now for sure so okay before I even get into the talks of your, your multi-genre bending, you just, I, I, Priority wise, mm -hmm. like because you say you're still looking, you you're still interested in a team coming your way. Yeah. Priority wise, what piece do you feel you're missing that you know you need a team for? Is it a manager? Is it a somebody on the developing side, marketing? Like yes, being oh, it's all of that. <laughs> it's, it's all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All of that above. But you, you're getting the job done. I mean, thank you. On on the independent level, you work with so many amazing talented artists and. Right on into it, you know. Can you tell us about your journey as a multi-genre vo vocalist, pianist, composer, arranger? Like, <laughs> girl, you do so much. So, how did you develop such a diverse <laughs> range of musical skills? Um, I think it just all kind of came together. So, I always sang, um, and I got really serious about singing. I'd say around nine, ten, and I also always wrote. Um, I've been writing since I was like five, keeping journals of like poetry, um, short stories. And then when I was around seven, I got like a toy keyboard for Christmas. Oh, I gotta do it. And I just started playing stuff by ear. And my mom was like, okay, I gotta put you in lessons. Like, what's going on? How are you doing this? So I think by the time I was like 11, I just I had started writing songs and it just kind of all came together like oh I can do all the things I love together I can write play sing and like have all of the passions I have like meet mm -hmm. at this intersection um and then the production angle of it I did not 
I really didn't expect to be as involved in production as I ended up being. I have collaborated with a lot of people who have helped me, like Luke Titus and Morimoto. Um, but um, I definitely like ended up being very much involved in the production because it like kind of accidentally because I just would try to get out whatever I was hearing in my head. Mm -hmm. So whatever that meant, like grabbing something and tapping out a beat or, you know, trying to like, like just the, the early stages of learning about like what MIDI is and like, mm -hmm. you know, I took a very, uh, you know, kind of rough journey or path into that world and it took me years to really get to a point. I feel like actually this year was the year where I felt like, I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing wow. now. <laughs> so like it, on that front, the, the, you said this year. The, like the production front. Yeah. Cause it takes a while to like, there's so much information with all those like software, you know, all yeah. the software yeah. and no one really, I, you know, people would show me little tips and tricks where I would watch and pick up stuff. But I didn't take any courses or anything like that. So You know what I've learned so far hearing you even break that down? That I feel like it worked best for you that way because, like you said, you were able to get your thoughts out. And the best way to get your thoughts out is through yourself. And to know that you produce majority of your content and your music. Yo, hold on. Let me let me get these. Let me get these loaded up because... <laughs> That's all, all these royalties finna come pouring in. Let's hope so. You know what I'm saying? The production, all that. And plus, you know you. So, um, I mean, let's even talk about some of the people you work with because sure. you you work with so many people. You've collaborated with Saba. Yep. You've, I was just out in St. Louis uh, Sunday for Christmas. You collaborated with Smino. Yep. Chance the Rapper was just here. Yeah, I just missed him. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he he did. He definitely was like, "What a king is coming!" So you worked with Chance the Rapper. So like, how have these experiences influenced you know your style of music? Like, how, how how have working with these people influenced your musical style and your approach? I mean, those were some of my first real experiences mm -hmm. being in the studio for real. Like, you know, having to come in and contribute something. And a lot of the time, you know, a lot of those features happen very spontaneously. You know, just pulling up to the studio and being ready and just being like, OK, let me grab the pen or let me pull out my notes app and, you know, get to work. Um, you know, I have a funny story about like the Smino feature I have, Silk Pillows. Um, I literally he the the first day I met him, he sent me that track. And then a year later, like we had not gotten back up in the studio. We had not touched it. We had not worked on it. And I was about to leave to do the telephone tour with no name. And he literally like needed to turn in the the album, the project. That was Black Swan, wasn't it? Yeah. So I like came into the studio and just wrote, I, I think I just did all, uh, like wrote it and recorded the main vocals in like 30 minutes. And then we did the telephone show at Metro and then I came back that night to do backgrounds and that was it. And then we left for tour the next day. <laughs> like, you know, you just have to be kind of ready. Yeah. And I just, I yeah. feel like I um, was fortunate to be around, you know, so many um, of my peers coming up around the same time. And I was in the mix, you know, cause some, a lot of those people I had met when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and so. Wait, did, what high school did you go to? I went to the Chicago Academy for the Arts. Okay, okay. Um, not to be confused with Shy Arts. Gotcha. That opened later, which I ended up teaching at later, actually. 
Um, and, um, and then I went away to school. I went to New England Conservatory in Boston and then came back. And right around the time I came back, everybody was kind of popping off. So <laughs> um, it just the timing of it, the, the timing, what's that phrase? Uh, uh, luck is opportunity meets preparedness. Is that how it goes? Oh no, but that's how good in itself. I feel like that's kind of <laughs> that's what was on my side around that time. Yeah. I mean, by you mentioning how you are around such a niche group, I mean everybody that you were around are doing amazing. You know, amazing work, and you yourself doing amazing work. So thank you. I mean, and you brought us a new single. I did. I ain't gonna play it just yet. Catch oh. keep people wait. We got a brand new joint from Make a them way on it. Oh, we it's a ooh, it's a <laughs> treat. Literally, she just gifted us. You know what I'm saying? Something to gift to you all. So you want to stick around for that. I'm going to jump into a music break. And this is a track that you featured on. Okay. Came out in 2019 from Elton. He released a project called Elevated. And you landed on his single, Demons. Oh, we yeah. We finna tap into that and y'all don't go nowhere. Vocal or radio. It's Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Beat Goat. The ill is coming through your stereo, rocking out your Windy City Hour with Chicago artists only. And for these last past two songs, because Akia, she's in the building. She got treats. She got gifts for you all. <laughs> I took us back to the joint with her and Smino, uh, Silk Pillows off his Black Swan project. And you heard a joint with Akenya and Elton. Um, all uh, joint off his elevated project. You heard demons, and I got I got more music on the way as well. Uh, but first and foremost, man, how I feel to come back to to come back through and you know be able to let people know uh, about this upcoming album you got coming because we got we got some singles from you, and now we we finally uh, begin a, a full length project. So how is that for you? It's great. It feels like um, both long overdue and right on time. Oh yeah. You know, I love how you put that's balance. <laughs> what we was talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Because I've been working on this project for eight years, and um, yeah, through ups and downs, and I'm really, really close to nearing the finish line. Like it, I, it's actually like happening. You know, okay. so yeah, it feels really great. <laughs> well, f I mean, because this is your baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And you ha you haven't put it out to the world yet. Mm -mm. But with this being your baby, what is something you want? When I we ain't even into the title yet, but what's something you want people to take from? This will be a debut project as well. So what's something you you want the listeners to take from from it? Well, it's very personal. Um, it's I kind of say like quasi autobiographical. You know, a lot of my history and life and inner thoughts and how my beliefs have changed and experiences I've had and love and self-discovery like that's you know that's really what this is i really the project i want it to kind of feel almost like a sonic journal entry you know where you're being let in on something that you almost feel like ooh, this is I, you know you feel like a fly on the wall like oh i can't believe i'm you know being let in on this um kind of thing and um and in that i hope it also kind of inspires people on their own journey of like their own introspection or makes them think about things in their life, experiences they've had. Yeah. I'm happy you said that because I actually want to know what record on this project, you know, inspired you the most. 
and and shocked you in a way like, whoa, I I did. I wrote this. I did this. I mean, the one you're going to play, Hades Moon, like definitely took months, months, months of my life (laughs) working on that thing. Um, Wow. Why? 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 Yeah. Because <laughs> you said, because some people, like you said, you, you linked up with me, no, it took you 30 minutes to knock something out. I know, out. yeah, because it's not mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that do hit different. So, yeah. this took you months to make. Oh, yeah. But it's also, I mean, writing it didn't take very long. Um, producing it actually didn't take that long either. But the vocal, <laughs> when you guys hear it, you know, it's. There's like over a hundred vocal tracks in the song. And of those, like, oh, you know, maybe a hundred, 120 that are in the track, I had definitely done twice as many takes that I didn't end up keeping. So. <laughs> you don't play no. But no. they say like the best, the best singers, best, not even singers, but best artists, it takes them time after time after time after time again just for specific tracks. It's not just one and done. It can be 20 and finally be, you know, complete. Yeah. So, I mean, I salute you because that's that's that shows your passion and that shows you not only care about what you're, you're bringing, the quality you're bringing, but you also care about your listeners understanding who you are. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. And I, I'm not doing anything else like that on the album. <laughs> I was like, y'all are going to get this. And, you know, there's there'll definitely be, you know, vocal layering and, you know, great vocal arrangements. But this was like a specific thing. <laughs> so I definitely and 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 it being the first song out, like I feel very. I feel very proud that I was able to do that. And it's like the first thing, because even though I produce a lot, like I'll usually have a little assistance or I'll get like a little, you know, oh, you know, can you help me quantize this thing? Or can you help me with this, like um, pick a different snare or that kind of thing? People who contribute like additional production. But um, that's what I've done in the past. Like, that's what I did with Decay. That's what I did with Disappear. But with this one, like, I just 100% crafted it from beginning to, to end. end yeah no that's why i see now i understand why it's because you were literally a craftsman with it take years to craft yeah and it's sure. not just the vocals you, you just explain to everybody that you produced the entire project what i'm that that just touched because i was a producer before i even got on the radio okay. and you have to really understand your, your sound that you're putting out and when did it click for you like okay my production is also a part of me and it needs to be completed throughout the project I give to the world. I don't know. I think I, again, it's like, because I don't really have a process as a creator, you know, people, I get that question a lot. What's your process? Like, how do you approach writing? Like, how do you do? And it just comes. And sometimes it comes cause I'm sitting at a piano. Sometimes it comes cause I had a, a baseline pop into my head or a beat or a lyric that I, you know, pick up my phone and record a voice memo. Or sometimes I just sit at a computer and it comes out that way. Like, it's very random for me. And I feel like as artists, you know, when you're really serving the music, you're basically channeling the music. I think music literally is like an entity. I genuinely believe that. I feel that too. And, um, and so it's like, how is the song trying to come out? How is it trying to come through me? It's not even it's I mean it is about me because I'm writing about my life and my experiences but it's almost like I have to be open to being that vessel 
So, yeah, I'm I'm happy I was able to do that with this song for sure. And yeah, throughout the entire project, you're going to be hearing a lot of um, production for me. I'd say I, I say I produced with this album like at least half the projects. Well, so how many songs? I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. It, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm aiming for eighteen. I know it's like, that's long. It'll be fourteen full length tracks and four interludes if all goes according to plan. <laughs> but I know sometimes in the like, you know, um, the final phase, like things might get cut. But I, definitely at least, I would say I think at least. Uh, fourteen tracks. And it's, it's been some, we've been waiting on yeah, you. Yeah, I'm it's gonna feed y'all. I'm, a, I'm you're gonna get a full meal. You know, it's, it's <laughs> you've been giving us appetizers. You know, we want to eat now. <laughs> and I, and you know, since we we breaking Hades Moon, um, I'm playing this thing. Okay. Now, yeah, and I'm gonna play it before we exit off. Okay. Uh, so y'all don't go nowhere, man. A king is in the building. You want to introduce this record to the people? Sure. This is. My lead single from my upcoming album, Moon in the Fourth, Hades Moon. Oh, we're going to keep it right there. Y'all don't go nowhere. It's vocal already, yo. Brand new music. You're hearing through your stereo from Chicago's on the Kenya. Hades Moon. Oh man, the, do y'all hear the range? The range that you have is amazing. Thank you. I, I'm so <laughs> excited to see you perform. Uh and which I know you you do have a performance coming, but before we get into that performance, yeah. why the title Hades Moon? So, fun fact, I'm also a professional astrologer. Um second generation astrologer. My mom did it. And I grew up around it. So it's like something I've always been into. Um, but I got deeper into it um, in the last like five to seven years. And I opened up my own business, Double Venus Astrology, um, four, almost four years ago. So Hades Moon is like an astrological reference speaking to um, a placement that I actually have in my own birth chart. Okay. And without getting too in, like, into it, because it's actually a very complex concept hades moon refers to anyone who has moon in scorpio or moon in the eighth house or moon pluto aspects pluto and hades are like interchangeable in the mythology so um and it basically is talking about having like an intense emotional nature a deep emotional nature having to deal with combating addictions obsessions generational trauma um but if you can face your pain if you can face your deepest troubles being able to transmute and transform that into real power um so that's what the song is about that's deep yeah <laughs> I, even learning that you you're an astrologist yeah <laughs> that's deep within itself i'm gonna let i'm gonna let you put me on blast all right uh before we get into this title about the album um what do you know about virgos <laughs> oh lord <laughs> I hope that's a good laugh. Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny. So I actually don't have any planetary placements in Virgo in my chart. Um, but Virgos have been people who are Virgos or with strong Virgo placements have been really instrumental in my life. Like some of the most important 
relationships I've ever had. Not always the easiest, but definitely <laughs> some of the most important. Um, Virgo is an earth sign. It's mutable. It's ruled by Mercury. And it has to do with understanding discernment. So um, if we think about the other sign ruled by Mercury, that's Gemini. And that's air. And it's also mutable. Gemini is about um, just raw data collection like curiosity just for curiosity's sake it's actually indiscriminate right but by the time we evolve to virgo um we are learning to actually be discriminate to actually be discerning so understanding um morality understanding uh where things go in their proper place this is why you tend to hear that virgos can be anal or they can be you know very particular it's me um because that's what you're really learning to do that's part of you know your soul's journey um service is a large part of um the virgo journey you do see a lot of virgos or people with strong virgo placements who are into education or um healthcare or a service industry or something where there's um there's a practical application of the information that they've ascertained that actually benefits you know their their community so that's in short just a a, a brief synopsis of you know the virgo archetype but there's you was a real astrologist. Yeah, yeah, I, I really did. <laughs> I, I just let you put me on blast. I got to put you on blast now before we tie back into this okay. album. What's the sign you stay away from? Oh, I don't have, I mean, <laughs> it's so much more complex than that because I'm thinking about not just the sun sign. You know, we place a lot of emphasis on that um, in, you know, our kind of pop mainstream culture, but there's so much more going on. There, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a person, like, at this point, there are certain, like, placements or aspects or things in a chart where i'm like i'm gonna try to avoid that i'm not even thinking you know sun sign mm -hmm. um but i don't yeah i don't think there i've had some interesting connections with scorpios okay okay <laughs> i've had some i've had some experiences and it's funny because i have a lot of scorpio in my chart so i think the the issue that I end up having is we're almost like out intensifying each other <laughs> we're like out out uh intense intense one upping <laughs> i mean think about it scorpio is november and libra is october yeah and so. that's why like there's so much um scorpio on my chart because by the time um because i'm born like toward the end of libra season gotcha. so things were already transitioning into you know um Scorpio around that time so yeah okay. yeah 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 okay look, it's vocal or radio 91.1 but I love y'all too I love you I'm the score they they call me the Scorpio whisperer I see y'all I she love y'all I love y'all <laughs> even when it can I, get really intense <laughs> it's vocal or radio 91.1 FM Chicago's only NPR music station I'm your host Biko my special guest Akinya is live in the building with me we're discussing a single that I just played, just broke it. It's the lead single off her project. We're finna talk about this title, Moon in the Fourth. Yeah. Moon in the, I think about Moon in the Fourth Quarter. That's just me. Oh, yeah. Is, is Does that correlate? I mean, what is no, the exact meaning? No, but that's, that's dope that you're even thinking about phases. So this is another astrological reference to title. Um, so in astrology, you know, there are houses 
it's basically how the chart is divided. It's divided into different sections, almost like, you know, like a little piece of so it could a pie. Be quarters. So it could, it, it could, you know. In, yeah. Okay. And so the fourth house is um, at the bottom of the chart and has to do with your roots, it has to do with um, your lineage. Um, it's also the most private part of the chart. It's very dark <laughs> at that part of the chart. So it's very intimate. And, and, and um, so by naming the project Moving the Fourth, I do have Moving the Fourth House um, in my birth chart. And the moon also rules the fourth house. And moon can also connect us to themes of like our, our deep emotional nature, our mother, our, um, you know, our, our inner psyche, our conditioning, our our ha habitual patterns the the original unconscious mind so again i'm kind of inviting the listener into this very intimate part of my self of my psyche of my um personhood and um it the album i feel like explores different forms of intimacy okay. so you know sometimes you might feel like you're in the room with me and then you might feel like you've actually slipped into my subconscious mind and now you might feel like you're observing a conversation between me and my mom or, you know what I mean? It, it's playing with these different um, variables of intimacy and um, and introspection and privacy. So Moon in the fourth. And still no specific date. You said it's almost it's almost ready. I'm <laughs> see, I'm scared to say something because then y'all go hold me to it. I'm I'm gunning for May. That's my target. So let's do this. You're gunning for 2024. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't want you to throw May out there and they be like, hey, Biko, you know, Kenya said, <laughs> May, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're yeah, gunning yeah. for 2024. Yes. You can expect 18 to about 14 yeah. tracks. It's your first debut project as well. Yes, yes, yes. I, oh, man, debuts be the... Debuts be the ones, man, because you done put so much into it. I know. So much passion. Can we expect some jazz? Already, I was going to say, what can we expect on the genre business yeah. side? Yeah, oh, it's very eclectic. Um, I feel like it's cohesive, though. Like, it's um, multifaceted, and so you're hearing all of my different musical influences, from jazz to classical to hip-hop. Um, I'm singing, I'm rapping, I'm playing piano and producing and, you know, whatever. Um it's 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 diverse in that regard um but i feel like it is you feel like you're definitely in a world one, one of my friends told me i'm very good at world building um so you you feel like you're really in the project um even though you're going through these various journeys throughout it um i do feel like it it, it it's cohesive now performing wise because mm -hmm. As I was listening to Hades Moon, all I could think of was, yo, I want to see you hit the stage and perform this record. <laughs> just seeing how many ranges you can hit. And I, I felt it. Like Even though I'm here with you, <laughs> I still I, I felt it. And I mean, you got to let everybody know when you will be hitting the stage and what can they expect uh, coming up for your next performance? Well, my next performance, I'm actually not doing um, my original music. We're doing... Um, this fun um like 20s theme party for new year's eve um at the remova it's this theater reopening actually chance who was just here is one of the investors jennifer hudson quincy jones oh, yeah. i don't know if you've heard about yeah, it I have. I yeah have. so this is going to be the inaugural like concert like um 
in the space. And because the building was built in 1929, we're kind of like giving a nod to the 20s and we're in the 20s now. So there's a lot of kind of like jazz and then taking songs that are, you know, pop songs are more contemporary and putting them through kind of a jazzy context. Um, kind of think like postmodern jukebox vibes. So that'll be really fun. And that's on New Year's Eve. So definitely get your ticket to that if you haven't already. What's the link? It's actually, um, if you go to my socials, um, so on, you know, Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, everything, I'm a Kenya music. So A-K-E-N-Y-A music, all one word. Um, no spaces, no underscores. <laughs> um, if you click the my link tree, there's a link right there. It'll take you right to it where you can buy a ticket. Y'all be there. And I got I got to ask you, too, about your debut project. How has it grown you personally, Akin? Oh, my God. I mean, like, this will never happen again, right? Because I started writing this in my early 20s while I was, you know, who are you when you're, like, 22? Like, you don't know. And I've gone through so many transformations, really, like, intense transformations since then. Um, and so it's a real coming of age project in that way. Like I grew up and like came into my self understanding through making this project. And so, yeah, you're really going to hear, I mean, it's interesting too, cause you're hearing songs made over the course of several years. So that's very special in and of itself. You can hear my voice change. You can hear my, um, perspective change. You know, you can hear my musicianship develop um, across the project. And so, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think, I mean, who knows? I, I don't, I don't foresee it taking me another decade to make <laughs> the next project. I'm already kind of thinking about the next project. That'll probably actually That's happen. Normally what happens. Shortly after, but this was like. You know, I could have done EPs and little small things in between, but there's something very unique about, like, processing your life and, and really coming into adulthood um, through a creative process. So I feel like releasing this, man, there's so many things that I'm even singing about on this album where it's like, I've processed these things. I've worked these things out. Like, I'm ready to release it, literally. I feel like releasing the project will help me release that those lessons and really, like, finalize that I've you know, graduated to a new phase in my life. So we expecting a new, a new you come 2024. You know what I'm saying? Ashe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let people know again where they can find you uh, and again how they can get tickets to see you perform uh, to cap off this year. Yeah, I'm a Kenya Music on basically everything, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, my website is akenyamusic.com. Um, uh, yeah, you can see my my link tree it's like link tree a kenya music i try to keep it you know pretty simple i think the only things where i'm just a kenya is youtube and soundcloud and maybe Bandcamp. but you know that's cool. yeah that's <laughs> it's pretty simple guys so yeah um follow me stay up to date with you know things i'll be releasing more singles leading up to the album and yeah i thank you for stopping by and coming through thanks for having me hey no problem I'm like what girl you better drop your debut album of course yeah. and we got new music which i'm about to respin hades moon run it back you feel what i'm saying moon in the fourth is coming y'all 2024 uh you can catch a kenya on stage head over to her ig right now a kenya it sounds hot spilled 
A-K-E-N-Y-A. Yes. Give me a follow as well at Official Biko. That's hey. Official, B as in boy, E-K-O-E. Give us a follow on social as well. That's at Vocalo, V-O-C-A-L-O. Head over to Vocalo.org for your daily dose of entertainment, created playlists, featured articles. You can run back our conversations and so much more. Nudy Hernandez is up next from 1 until 5. Jesse Dia being a mix from 5 until 6. And with that being said, man, y'all enjoy your Tuesday. Here's Hades Moon from Kenya right here on Vocalo Radio.